the man in charge with Uncle Phyllis. Everybody wanna do Will Smith numbers. I don't know if your life got that many summers. I got inspired quickly. I unretired the fresh prints, just rewired them slightly to modern fire. But still, people dancing and shaking and moving and wailing. It feel like I'm an alien, really. Kind of an island. I might fly to China for nothing. Find a designer, a picture in my crib with me, my mom, and Obama. Murder all over the globe. Guilty, Your Honor. I'ma become a Mormon. Marry an Ali, Rihanna. I'm an anomaly. Do drama or comedy? I could play Muhammad Ali over a white lady, probably still. 20 years of swag, y'all just witness. Stop the divorce rumors and mind your damn business. Yeah, and that was oh, Will yeah, Smith. That, <laughs> that is, that, that is probably the short version of it. It is the short version. He has know. he has a part of it where he's talking about um y'all ask your kids how was your day? And he's just like, I asked my kids, how much did you make? Oh. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. Cold, man. Oh. it's hard. But, yo, we got literally no time. Mm. This is the Dre and Dre show with our special guest, Brandon Hall. Thank you for coming by, Brandon. Hold on. No problem, let, man. No let me make sure I tell him one more time. The volleyball game is at 6. Come and support these women at 6 on Del Mabry campus. HCC Hulk Sports. Let's go. All right. And we out here. I like the volleyball team.
friends that Ursher John and Luda had to do it again. Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Oh, Good afternoon, everybody. My name's Alex Slows, and welcome to the Slows Wrestling Show, your weekly talk for all things sports entertainment, live from Hawk Radio Studios in beautiful Ybor City, Tampa, Florida. Coming up, AJ Lee, next NXT results, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens, Trish Stratus, and Brie Bella, and more on the Slows Wrestling Show. Welcome back to the Slows Wrestling Show, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. According to Ringside News, information on AJ Lee was released on possibly bringing her in for WWE for the WWE All Women's Pay-Per-View Evolution. For those who don't know, AJ Lee is a former Divas Champion from 2012 to 2015. 
She wrestled with the likes of the Bella Twins and WWE Caitlyn, who just recently returned from the for the Mae Young Classic. It's been noted that WWE and AJ Lee are not close to a deal at all for Evolution, but it still would have been pretty cool to see her in action. Now here are last week's NXT results from August 29th. We got to see Keith Lee make his second appearance in NXT live from Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. He faced Luke Menzies, who is a former rugby player, and I got to say the athleticism of Keith Lee was amazing, including the finish with a hard sit-out powerbomb for the win. The power, the power up from that size of man is insane. I think Keith Lee will be a great addition to the NXT roster, and I think he's going to do absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to see what they do with this guy storyline-wise. It's, it's going to be really good. The next match was supposed to be EC3 versus Raw Mendoza, but he was attacked by Lars Sullivan backstage, and then Lars would take out Raw Mendoza, sending a message to anyone who brings his name up in any sort of situation in NXT. With the attack that happened to Aleister Black and the ongoing investigation by General Manager William Regal, I honestly have a feeling that, that, pers that the person responsible is Lars Sullivan, but it may take a few weeks until the storyline reveals it. The main event of the show, which I previewed last week, was Pete Dunne and Ricochet against the Undisputed Era, Roger Strong and Adam Cole. And this match was back and forth the whole way through. I think they could have done a better job with the match because there wasn't as much craziness going on. But I did enjoy the finish from the Undisputed Era, which was a running knee to the head of Ricochet for the win. Then the War Raiders would try to attack the NXT Tag Team Champions, sending a message that the War Raiders want the NXT tag titles from the Undisputed Era. Overall, the show was a 6 out of 10 for me. This week on NXT, we will have Johnny Gargano against Valveteen Dream, and then the Undisputed Era in action once again. So it should be a really good show this week. Uh, NXT is on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. for anybody who hasn't watched it. Go watch it. I highly recommend it. It's a really great show. They do a lot of their shows in Full Sail University, so it's really cool to see... Such a big show come out of a Florida, f come out of the state of Florida. It's pretty insane. Now, according to Forbes, WWE is forcing a heel turn for for Braun Strowman, and the reason for this is because of the Shield reunion. And WWE may be working to put Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler together as a unit against the Shield. With Roman Reigns now the WWE Universal Champion, there is a match announced for Hell in a Cell, which will be Braun Strowman against Roman Reigns inside Hell in a Cell for the WWE Universal Championship. Strowman may cash in that night, and if he does, either the Shield will stop, stop him or he will walk out Universal Champion. I honestly hope Strowman does become Universal Champion so that we get a good build-up for a potential Shield match at the next pay-per-view against Strowman, Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. It is possible for this to happen. We just have to wait and see. Now, if you watched Monday Night Raw last week, you saw that Kevin Owens quit after a match against Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. I obviously think that this is a work and that he will be back, but is taking a break. When he does come back, he should challenge Rollins again. There is a rumor going around that Owens could join forces with Paul Heyman, who is the advocate of the former Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. And if so, that would be something to look forward to. 
Speaking of Monday Night Raw, the next thing that happened on last week's show was the return of WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus, who will be lacing up her boots again to face Alexa Bliss at WWE Evolution in October. I honestly am really excited to see this match because it's been a while since we have seen her in a one-on-one match, and this will most likely be in a -a once-a-lifetime opportunity to see this match happen. Then we have the Bella Twins who are back on Raw and will be at the Evolution pay-per-view. The only thing that's missing now is a match between Lita and Sasha Banks to go with the match card. That would be something absolutely good to go with this match card because this this uh, this first ever women's Evolution pay-per-view has a pretty good build-up, a pretty good match card. There would just be one more match to add to it, and if they were if they were going to add this as a match, they should have a stipulation for this match. So I I hope it happens. I don't know if it's going to happen. I wish it would, but knowing WWE creative, I don't think it will. We will take a break, but coming up, we'll talk May Young Classic, NWO Reunion, Batista, and more on the Slows Wrestling Show. Welcome back to the Slows Wrestling Show, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. If you are just tuning in, last segment we talked WWE NXT Women's Evolution pay-per-view, and now I'll be talking about the Mae Young Classic to start off. According to Forbes, the Mae Young Classic will air on the WWE Network September 5th and will be on every week after NXT. Here's the bracket for round one of the Mae Young Classic. So we have... Miko Satomura 
Killer Kelly, Ashley Rain, Mercedes Martinez, Lacey Lane, Vanessa Cra against Cr Cr Vanessa Craven, Tiana Conti against Jesse Jesse Elban, Tony Storm against Ginny, Rachel Evers against Hario Masamoto, Maya Mia Yim against Allison K, Caitlin against Kavita Devi. And then the other side of the bracket is Tegan Knox against Zatara, Isla Dawn against Nicole Matthews, Arela Ripley against MJ Jenkins, Casey Katazara against uh, Rena Gonzalez, Oshiri, Oshiri against Exa Brookside, Zuixis, or however you say her name, against Ariel Monroe. Deanna Perrazzo against Priscilla Kelly, and then Karen O against X uh, against Xia Lee. So these are the matches for the round one of the Mae Young Classic. Uh, so far, the match card looks really good. The ones I want to see uh, go go on to the second round are Caitlyn, Tony Storm, uh, Ashley Rain, Tegan Knox, and Deanna. Perazzo go on to the second round of the Mayon Classic. This will be on the WWE Network, and I think it already is up there, if I'm correct. Yeah, today's no, tomorrow it'll be up there. Tomorrow will be the official launch of the Mayon Classic on the WWE Network. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be pretty good to watch. It looks like all these competitors are set, ready to go. This is going to be a really good battle. And last year's May, I hope this is better than last year's Mayon Classic. I hope it beats it this year. It should be a good show to watch, so go check it out when it airs. Now, according to WrestleZone, the NWO is reuniting in October, which is called the Too Sweet Tour, and it will start in Orlando, Florida. This is something a hardcore wrestling fan should pay to go to because you may never get another opportunity again. There's also a VIP package you can buy to hang out with the NWO personally, but I do really wish they were able to show up in WWE, but as you all know, that's in the past, and this will be their tour together. So I, I encourage you to check that out as well. Now, according to the website PW Mania, Batista commented on a potential WWE return, and I honestly would like to see him back in a WWE ring, but it may not happen for a while because Batista said he would only come back if it was the right time and if they paid him enough to wrestle. Honestly, I don't know why people hate his in-ring personality because there's a lot he can do in WWE if he returns, including matches we haven't seen before. If he returns, I would like a match at WrestleMania, but only time will tell. Now, according to Wrestling Inc., former WWE wrestler Big Cass changed his indie name again. Cass is now called the Big C and will ha and will be will be having his first appearance in the Indies on Friday, September 21st, at the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium in South Carolina, and will face James Storm. To me, I think this sounds a bit ridiculous to change his name to that, and Big Cass was released by WWE on June 20th, 2018, and to be honest, I never really liked his gimmick and story in WWE, because it wasn't really enough to entertain me with him and Enzo Amore going back and forth all the time. Honestly, it just got old after a while, but at least one of them is still wrestling.
Now, according to comicbook.com, Kevin Owens wants to face Finn Balor at WrestleMania 35 and has plans for this match. I obviously would like to see this match happen, but I want to see Finn Balor get better opportunities in WWE because as of late, they have been wasting away his talent and not giving him the push he deserves. I don't know why WWE hates him, most likely because he's a, f a former Bullet Club member who came from the independent scene, but I don't see anything wrong with that, and I don't know what the big deal is. So what if, if he... So what if he came from the Indies? Just give him a push. At this point, if I were Finn, I would ask to be released and go back to the independent scenes because this just looks downright unfair to me. It's it's not fair, and something has to be done about this, or he's gonna have to, or he he himself is gonna have to make the decision to leave. Now, according to HotNewHipHop.com. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is close to signing a deal with WWE for SmackDown Live. The Rock would most likely be turning on the 1000th episode of SmackDown. And I am a huge diehard fan of The Rock, so having him return to where he started would be awesome and once again lay the SmackDown and check people into the SmackDown Hotel. I honestly think he should feud with Randy Orton upon his return. So this would be an amazing feud and battle if they are going to have a match. It should be at a pay-per-view. Now here, are all, now here are the all-in results from Uproxx for those who were not able to watch it. SoCal Uncensored defeated the Briscoe Brothers. Flip Gordon won the over-to-budget Battle Royal to earn a shot at the Ring of Honor Championship later in the night. Christopher Daniels defeated Stephen Amell. NWA World Championship match, Cody Rhodes defeated Nick Aldis. And I gotta lay a comment on this match because... Uh, this was this meant the world to Cody Rhodes to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship meant the world to Cody Rhodes because his father years and years ago when he was alive won the same exact championship title and he Cody worked so hard to get there so congratulations to him pat on the back to him because oh wow that must have been so emotional to him to win that title I I can't, I cannot imagine what was going through his head at that time, but wow. Congratulations, man. You did it. Uh, good luck to you. And I can't wait to see what they do with Cody Rhodes next. Ho Cody Rhodes next. Hopefully something big, something more. Hopefully a Bullet Club, Bullet Club reunion or something like that. I hope somewhere down the road. I don't know if it's going to be right away. Maybe another all-in pay-per-view for, for all we know. Well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, you know? Chicago Street fight. Adam Page defeated Joey Janela. Ring of Honor World Championship match. Jay Lethal defeated Flip Gordon. Kenny Omega defeated Penta L0M. Zero Zero Kazuchiya Okada defeated Marty Skrull. The Young Bucks and Koto Ibushi defeated Rey Mysterio, Bandito, and Rey Phoenix. I heard All In was an amazing pay-per-view, but if you have to buy it, you have to buy on Honor Club Network to watch it, and it was a pretty, pr it was pretty pricey. But hey, I, I, it still would have been worth to pay for it if, uh, if I did. We will take a break, but coming up next, I will talk to Raw recap for Monday night, September third, Rey Mysterio, and four surprises that could happen this month, all on a Slows Wrestling show.
Welcome back to the Slows Wrestling Show, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. Now, for anybody who didn't watch Monday Night Raw last night, The Shield and Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and Dolph Ziggler went to war. And the show opened with Ziggler and McIntyre at Braun Strowman's side, explaining that he chose to align with the heels to form his own pack to make sure his fight with Reigns was fair. As the show-off bragged about the new trio's coming dominance, the Shield headed to the ring. The law locker room was emptied to stabilize the situation, and the wrestlers showed the fighting enough to push the six to the backstage area where the big dog, the architect, and the lunatic fringe were arrested and driven away from the area. This was an A-, and while the... A little silly, there's nothing that sells heat like a, a pull-apart brawl. These two teams instantly came off as hungry animals ready to destroy each other when they get in the same ring without interference. You would think the six-man tag was set for a hell in a cell if this tension already built. Strowman is trying to talk down the crowd unnatural, but otherwise the promo is before the fight works. The heel trio has already been established as one of the biggest threats to the Shields in its entire run, hopefully leading to great matches such as the Hounds of Justice's wars with the Wyatt family and evolution. So then we the, the show would start out with the Bella Twins versus the Rise Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Bree and Nikki defeated Morgan and Logan by pinfall. This match was a C minus, according to according to Bleacher Report. And then the next match was Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Ascension. Roode and Gable would defeat The Ascension by pinfall. And the next match was Alexa Bliss versus Natalia. Bliss defeated Natalia by submission. Then the B team versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, the Raw Tag Team Champions. After demanding a championship match from Baron Corbin, Ziggler and McIntyre took out the Revival backstage to earn their title shot. They took Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder's spot in the Raw Tag Team Championships match, and they did not take Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel seriously. This allowed the champions to get an impressive shot, only for the heels to always get back in control. Axel got the hot tag and hit the, the perfect plex on Ziggler, but McIntyre broke up the pinfall. The Scottish psychopath took out Dallas, and then the two hit zigzag claymore for the win the next match was the officers of pain versus drew mcintyre and versus local competitors drake maverick announced before the officers of pain's match that he would now be managing the tag team they made quick work of their local competition hitting the super collider for the win Acom and razor defeated local competitors by pinfall then the undertaker calls Shawn michaels a coward Michaels laughed at the idea that Triple H would lose to The Undertaker at Super Showdown. He made clear Taker had lost his magic with his WrestleMania streak, and this brought down, brought out the dead man. Undertaker called HPA a coward who lost a piece of soul to him and never recovered. That, that might be true, because Undertaker and Shawn Michaels went to war. If you remember, it was a couple WrestleManias ago. I can't remember which one, but this was a well-fought match. Undertaker was kicking out of everything. The sweet chin music, the elbow drop, even the tables. It was, it, it was pretty insane. And then I remember one part of the match where Shawn Michaels was on the outside of the ring. Undertaker was running. 
and Shawn Michaels pushed the cameraman in front of Undertaker, and the cameraman was taken out. I remember this, watching this on TV. It was pretty crazy. I'd never seen anything like that happen. And the match was the match went on for what it felt like two hours. That match felt like two hours, but it was it was well fought, and in the end, the Undertaker won. And the Undertaker's mostly probably right, right after because after that match, a couple years after, a couple two years, three years after that match, Shawn Michaels retired. So the Undertaker's probably right, to be honest with you. Then we had Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Ember Moon and Dana Brooke. Kevin Owens assaults Bobby Lashley during his attempt to find inner peace. This. Corbin required Lashley to meet Jinder Mahal in the ring for a special meeting where the modern-day Maharaja tried to help him find his inner peace. After the Destroyer made fun, made fun of Mahal and Sunil Singh, he was assaulted from behind by Kevin Owens. KO stomped on Lashley and then sent him hard onto the apron with a powerbomb. B minus. This was a mixed tag, mixed bag of a segment. Lashley was not that great on the mic, but his interaction with Mahal was somewhat funny. It wavered just long enough for Owens Owens's assault to be a big boost to the scenes. It felt like the old KO was taking out his comp competition with an apron power bomb. Owens made clear last week that Sami Zayn's injury was the reason he didn't win the Universal Championship, so it makes sense he would target Lashley. However, this makes KO quitting last week less impactful, coming off as a cheap stunt rather than an actual story. Then Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman. Finn Balor showed an impressive game plan early in this match using the sleeper holds and suicide dives to wear down the monster among men. However, after the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things locked in a triangle Strowman lifted him up effortlessly for a power bomb and then a running power slam for the win and then after that after the show would go out off the air I think this was on the air or off the air the shield came back out I, I read a, something about this online the shield came back out out of the police car and tried to attack Braun Strowman McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, but the numbers game would take advantage because Braun Strowman is a big man. Like, think at the size of this guy. He's a monster. He literally tears people down. And like, he can flip over vehicles and stuff. This guy's insanely strong. So they were massively outnumbered just by Braun Strowman's weight appearance and everything. And w when this happens... Seth Rollins was picked up and driven into the police the police car, which he smashed through the window and his arm went through the glass and everything. And I'm going to tell you guys about this later, like in the show, but it's pretty crazy. This was like a really brutal beatdown. And this overall in the last two weeks, the shield hasn't been looking so great so far. And if anybody's going to come back and help them, we, we have to find out sooner or later if there's going to be another person added to, the, to help them out. Now, according to WrestleZone, Rey Mysterio shed some light on his possible return to the WWE. Rey Mysterio said both sides are still going back and forth as to his contract with WWE. Then he stated, I'm waiting for them, WWE, WWE to say now and the time is right. 
Then let's go. This means Rey Mysterio could possibly be back in WWE. And if that's the case, I would like him to be on SmackDown Live and go up against superstars. We never thought we would see Mysterio face. So it has to happen, but if it doesn't, I'm fine with him staying in New Japan too. Now here's four things that could happen this month according to Sports Kita. One, Kurt Angle returns and takes out Baron Corbin. We all know Kurt Angle left to go train for a match, and Baron Corbin was put in charge as acting general manager of Monday Night Raw from Stephanie McMahon. So it'd be cool to see Corbin and Angle in a match, but I don't really think that's what the fans want to see. What they really want to see is Kurt Angle versus Triple H one-on-one, -on -one, not some match that is going to bore the fans to death. Number two, Bobby Roode becomes a heel on SmackDown Live. It would be awesome to see a change in Bobby after the way he's portrayed on TV as of late, and it would make SmackDown more interesting because that's what the show needs, more heels. Number three, Kevin Owens returns with Paul Heyman and challenges Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. This would be really awesome to see, and it would be a good change for things for Monday Night Raw when in the past couple months we constantly got Reigns versus Lesnar. I just hope they don't make the same mistake with Kevin Owens and have to make Owens, and they have to make Owens win the title. Number four, a Dean Ambrose heel turn. With the way Dean Ambrose looks right now, physically, he should be a heel, even if it means breaking up the shield, because we could get two matches. One against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, or against Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. We have to wait and see how things unfold. Now, according to CBR, Batista left WWE in 2010 because he wanted to pursue an acting career. And as the article states, he wanted to do it while he was with WWE, but they said no, and as a result, he left to let his contract expire. Then in 2014, Batista returned to win the Royal Rumble and headlined WrestleMania only to leave again because he felt his career character wasn't being handled well by WWE creative. Honestly, I think Batista is better off in the movie industry because look where, look where all that got him. He became much bigger than the WWE, and I don't think he should return But if he really doesn't want to. But if he does, it would be awesome to see him back in a WWE ring. So now I would like to talk about Chris Jericho and why he doesn't wear the light-up jacket anymore, as stated on Wrestling Inc.'s website. It's because the independent industry has a different style and sense, and he ditched the persona he debuted with in 1999 with WWE, and he felt awkward wearing it to the ring with his matching tights in New Japan before his match with Naito at Domination. I actually like that Jericho is changing himself up when it comes to the independent scenes, and that's why fans like him, because he's creative and always has things in mind. He's constantly changing his gimmick, everything, and it's really awesome to see how dedicated Chris Jericho is to wrestling in general. Now, here's some breaking news coming from Wrestling Inc., Former WWE su superstar Joey Mercury was arrested in Schamburg, Illinois, Saturday morning. He was scheduled to be a producer for All In, but police ran his personal information and found out he was wanted for a warrant in Orange County, Florida, and was taken into custody. The police report didn't say what the warrant was for, but knowing WWE, they might release Joey because they don't want to be linked to people who may or may not have done something illegal. And it's sad to see things like this happen but if you're gonna work with WWE you have to be really really careful what you say or do because one slip up and you could be gone this is how things work in the sports entertainment business
Now, according to SDSScoops.com, former WWE superstar Big Cass finally spoke out about being released from WWE. Here's what the statement reads. If I'm going to be honest with you, I've made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes in a very short period of time, Cass admitted. I did some things that I shouldn't have done. I guess the company couldn't rely on me and couldn't trust me. Look, I'll just be honest with you. In my opinion, they made the right decision for them. It was the right decision to get rid of me at that point in time. Not to say I won't be back, but at that point in time, they definitely made the right decision for them. To be honest with you, looking at, at it, they made the right decision for me. Everyone makes mistakes, but when you, when you make mis many mistakes in that short period of time, then you lose people's trust and you're not reliable anymore. Yeah, I would like. Uh, yeah, I would have fired myself. I definitely would have fired myself if I was in Vince McMahon's position, and I would have really fired myself for sure, 100. percent Wow, just, just wow. Just reading this shows it took a lot of guts to admit Cass was wrong, and being honest about it really shows your character. I think maybe at some some later point in time big cast will go back to wwe but i don't really know but he was released for simply disrespecting wwe personnel and staff for and not following directions but hey hopefully he gets a second chance down the road maybe maybe not now here's some news about seth rollins com coming from wrestling inc during Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins' arm was thrown through a window of a police van and now reports are saying he may be injured seth rollins had a good size cut on his arm, but no word if he's injured. I just hope he's okay because the Shield has had too many injuries, and I would have I would hate to see Seth Rollins out of action. One can only hope that that the injury is not so serious. Now, according to Sports Kita, here's five superstars that can help the Shield against the Raw locker room. Number one, Finn Balor. Number two, the B-team, Curtis Saxel and Bo Dallas. Number three, Kurt Angle. Number four, Triple H. And number five, John Cena. To me, it would obviously make more sense to see Triple H help out the Shield since he brought them up from NXT years ago. Filled in for Dean Ambrose and, and knows their every move and how they work. So having Triple H come to the aid of the Shield next week on Raw makes more sense. I'm fine with Kurt Angle as well because he was a short member of the team at TLC last year. But not the B team because they are not a very good on, they're not very good on the mic. Like they're not really that experienced on the microphone just yet. John Cena was a rival of the Shield years ago, so that marks him out of the picture. And Finn Balor is in a battle with the acting general manager, Baron Corbin. So we will have to wait and see what happens next week. Thanks for tuning into my show. If you'd like to hear my previous episode, please check it out at HTTPS semicolon slash double slash anchor FM dot one slash slows wrestling. Slows wrestling. Also, please check out my Twitter at show at show slows to stay up to date as well as check out my radio page at https semicolon double slash podcast dot hawk radio dot primo stream dot com slash station slash archive slash three nine three zero six from hawk radio studios in beautiful ybor city tampa florida i'm alex slow saying goodbye for now have a good afternoon everybody
come fluttering in front of Valentine can never stop me. No, 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 no. I know you try to. I come riding in on a pale white horse, and in no high school, less fortunate. I do advise you run in. My name is Raven, and this is Rave.XXFM, where you can get your daily dose of very informational, very sensational, very, um, I can't really think of another word, so considerational um, and words of enlightenment, you know? I can give you 77 different arguments on what enlightenment is, but in reality, it's just what you're learning and what you're doing and with that information, how you reflect it on yourself and then reflect it onto the world and become a better person. And I, I'm not here to tell you how to be a person, how to become a better person. I'm here telling you what I notice about people. People, people, person, peoples. Alrighty. Um, coming up, we're gonna be talking about subjects like consideration, just like that song by Rihanna and SZA, one of my all-time favorite Rihanna songs. Um, we'll be talking about preference, societal preference, musical preference, and, and how somebody's preference may or may not affect another somebody else. Um, right now, we're just gonna, you know, take a few seconds, a few minutes to, you know, open the lines that I know nobody's going to call on. Not yet, anyways. And, um, just talk. What shall we, what shall we talk about? Because I've only been talking for a minute, and I've got 59 more. Let's talk about numbers. You see numbers everywhere. Numerology is a very large base in life. Um, you know, 333 means balance. 444 four, four, 